You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Okay, on this week's Fanatics, we're going to be talking about some fun Super Bowl stuff. We're going to go matchup through matchup and predict a Super Bowl winner and also go through some of my favorite all-star Super Bowl weekend characters of all time. Uh, on that note, we did have a tragedy uh, this week in the entire sports community and in Los Angeles in particular. Uh, I, I, I don't want to talk about that this week, though. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I watch sports so I don't have to think about my own mortality. And, you know, I think that's what happened this week with Kobe. The reason it hit so many people so hard is not just because of who Kobe was. It's because he's such a young, you know, dynamic talent you know who felt larger than life so you know he had to he's got us questioning our own kind of place in this whole fucking shebang and i don't want to do that you know i want to have fun which sports are about is fun so you know probably in a few weeks time when we have more time and uh and perspective we'll do some fun kobe retrospectives we'll go through and we'll have like an irish wake mm. we'll have a few drinks <laughs> we'll talk some fun kobe times but for now, I I I I I don't want to do that because it's a Super Bowl and we're gonna have fun. Yeah. So this in the is meantime, be, rest in peace. In the meantime, rest in peace. And you know we're all dealing with shit in our own way, so we're gonna have fun on this week's podcast. And with that, on to the show. music sounds like the beef it's what's for dinner music you know what i'm saying <laughs> like listen to this shit it gets you hyped though are you ready tommy i love are you ready to smash some skulls tommy hurt people are you ready to hurt people tommy he'll never play again <laughs> i feel the rage and the passion coming from your voice it is the friday before super bowl weekend the crowds have gathered in miami <laughs> an entire season leads to this that's right, it is Super Bowl Sunday. The San Francisco 49ers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And what will Tommy be doing? I will be eating chips and making jokes in and the And trying back. to finger bag in the corner of some party as he pretends to care about football. Hey, right? I don't like football either, baby. I want to go <laughs> in the backyard and talk about soccer. Tommy Bahama getting breezy. So you're going to eat chips. Do you know that this weekend... Americans will consume 1.4 billion pounds of chicken wings, 10 million pounds of ribs, 11.2 million pounds of chips, and at the end of it, America will still have a massive obesity problem. But that's okay, because we're America. And there's one thing we can agree on, it's the right eating unhealthy and being fat, and the left saying being fat is body shaming. Right? The one thing we have left to be proud of. It's the one thing we have. Man titties. Right? But speaking of man titties. Oh, I love this music, bro. I want this just to follow me around the rest of my life. You know? Oh, big time. I would be so intense when I'm buying a burrito from Chipotle. You know what I mean? Yes, I will have the extra guac. One thing I love about uh, the NBA is how they do play music on the court. 
I hate I, that. I think that like that must hype people up though. Dude, I hate that so much. See, this is Tommy. This is the difference between an older mm-hmm. millennial and a younger millennial. I think that's <laughs> fucking terrible when they play music. There should be no music during the regulated game time. None. It's distracting. I don't want to huh? hear Tatiana, you know, as Kemba <laughs> Walker is bringing the ball up. Yeah. The only music that should be allowed during the basketball game, it's a cacophony of fucking annoying sounds. It should just be... An organist. You can have an organist playing, an but that's organist. It. An organist. That's not even millennial. That's like eighteen hundreds <laughs> type shit. Well, that's what they do in Madison Square Garden. It adds oh, a real like dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It adds like a real classical feel. Dun, and it's not dun, distracting. Dun. It's organic, yeah, 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 yeah. and you don't have to put up with DJ Khaled. Broom, 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 broom. Like, dude, I don't need to be at the Indy Five Hundred while I'm watching a fucking basketball game. It is that's ridiculous. That's how they do it at the Clippers game. They have a full DJ. Dude, it's, we're so ADD'd out of our fucking brains. We can't even watch a basketball game in front of us. Meanwhile, you have a nice organic organist. <laughs> organic organist. An organic nice. organist. Mm-hmm. Everything is pieced out. Is tongue. that a live organ? Or it's those... a live Madison Square Garden. It's a wow. Live organ. Okay, I, I do respect that. Right? That's cool. Call this podcast the millennial, the, the millennial Divide. The Millennial Divide. There you go. New podcast coming from the Laugh Factory <laughs> yeah. next week. The Millennial Divide. Who is it? <laughs> Biden versus Bernie. Da, 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 da. Oh, I said that board would be banned on this podcast. Hey, I, I didn't I say it. it. Look at you. You snuck it in. <laughs> the, you're <laughs> such a traitor, bro. You were all Yang Gang, Yang Gang, hashtag I, math, and you ditched that shit in the fucking I trash as soon as you thought you didn't have a to chance to win. You got a funny way of straight to your ideas. No, 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 no. I supported Yang as a way to push the concept of UBI and bring it to the forefront, but ultimately, I just. Was you got a UBI, bro? You got to drink some fucking cranberry juice, get that shit cleared up. Hey, those UBIs, at least I've been uh, having sex. Those UBIs. I know you're so proud of yourself. Look at you. You're glowing <laughs> like a teenage girl whose hymen has finally been broken. It's been months. Let's, let's be Just real. Just don't tell your daddy. He'll, be, he'll get so angry at you. You know? Yeah. Nah, he probably dat me up. But no, I, okay, call that, I call your Yang Bernie switch. I call that the Indianapolis Colts fan. <laughs> And I'll okay. tell you why. Uh-huh. Oh, we love Peyton. Peyton is the greatest. Peyton's <laughs> so great. As soon as they get a chance to ditch him, what do they do? They embrace a 23-year-old. Oh, we love luck. We love luck. And he left your asses. That's what you get. Well, bad I left Bernie for Yang. I had an affair. You left and Yang now for back. Bernie. No, 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 no. I was on Bernie in 2016. Oh, but Yang wasn't around then. How could you say that? Yang came around, and I was like, I had a hot little fling with the new progressive. You with know that I mean? hot young Asian on campus. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I, I went back to my lover, my, my, Your old my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. Okay? I, had a, I had a Spanish. I studied abroad. Who are you abroad. rooting for? Right now, let's get who you root for so you don't, so you don't fucking come in after the game. Be like, yeah, oh, I was rooting Bowl? for the team that won. Yeah. Uh, that's tough. I guess the 49ers because California. I don't really have a dog in the fight. Do you see what the fuck I'm dealing with here, people? You know what I mean? <laughs> I... Let's get to our music. Tommy, what's our music for our Super Bowl matchup preview? Dun, 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 dun. I just rip off the you other You just thing. did the dun, music dun, that we dun, just did. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Do Pirates of the Caribbean Speaking of 11.2 million pounds of chips, our first coach in our coaching matchup is none other than the round, the tubby, the Kool-Aid man himself, Andy fucking Reid. Do you like Andy Reid? Uh, isn't he the Senate minority leader? No. Senate minority leader. No, it's Harry Reid. No. no, Harry Reid, like four years ago. I Jesus, you, you're making outdated political terrible, jokes. Terrible, terrible political Just jokes. Just fucking the Sorry. worst. No, well, let's keep it moving. Andy Reid is let me let me educate you, okay? <laughs> okay. 
He's one of the great offensive minds in football, an innovator. Huh? You know what an innovator means, Tommy? Uh, it's like a maverick, right? Not necessarily a maverick. Somebody who brings new concepts to already existing platforms or ideas. Oh, okay, like Edison. Edison actually, interestingly enough, just stole all just his stole shit. Stole from Tesla. Yeah, and everybody else. But you see, a lot of the coaching these <laughs> days, NFL does not have – you would think the NFL is, you know, at the forefront of uh, the most high-concept uh, passing schemes and defensive schemes. You would think that they're at the forefront, the precipice of new football. You would which hope. Is, you would hope, but that is not the case, my dear friend. It's actually the high school and the college ranks which push the more innovative mm, stuff. The grassroots movements. Andy Reid is one of the few coaches that actually brings in this high-concept stuff into the NFL, which is why his teams always have great passing success. And which college did he come from? I don't know what college he came from. All right. But he brings college concepts into the NFL. That's cool. Okay? And he's a tubby. Yeah, and it's he's paying dividends for him. fucking man. Oh, hell yeah. He's been eating half of those ribs. While celebrating his victory, they asked him, what are you going to do? You just beat the Tennessee Titans, right? You're going to the Super Bowl. Andy Reid, only been there once before. Considered one of the great coaches. Never to win a Super Bowl, right? Andy Reid, how did you celebrate? I had a cheeseburger, and then I went to bed. First of all, I call bullshit. There's no way Andy Reid had one cheeseburger and then went to fucking bed. Are you kidding me? One cheeseburger and went to fucking bed? That's like saying I got high, went Taco Bell fourth meal, and had one burrito and went to fucking bed. <laughs> Unless this cheeseburger was the size of one of those motherfuckers you get your like face on the wall for eating. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like one of those heart attack challenges? 50 pounds. I just hope we don't lose Andy Reid in the middle of the game. <laughs> To a massive heart attack. Yeah. It could happen. I'm worried about everything these days. That's true. I've become very neurotic. I mean, uh, we've been traumatized, frankly. But. I've been traumatized by this motherfucker. The worst producer in the game. Did you get the sound levels right today? Mm-hmm. Sound levels are good? Yep. All right. Just Andy like Reed. every time. Andy Reid. Hire me. On his nine grandchildren. Say, oh, what's it like to have nine grandchildren, Andy Reid? You know what Andy Reid says? What is that? He says, oh, they keep you young, and at the same time, they make you feel old. It's kind of like sweet and sour pork. <laughs> you got to love this man. This is a football man right there. Clearly a highly developed football mind. <laughs> what does that even mean? They keep you young, and they keep you old. It's kind of like sweet and sour pork. Dude, that says to me this man is thinking of food all the time. Yeah. Like, you know when Honor Simpson is sitting there and he just sees somebody's head is like a turkey drumstick? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love if all his plays were named after food, too. <laughs> Hot dog route. <laughs> steakhouse, steakhouse. 42 mustard. <laughs> 45 horseradish. Hidden Valley Ranch. Hidden Valley Ranch. Worcestershire sauce. They remind, is Andy Reid trying to eat his grandchildrens? I mean, it definitely sounds like looking at them, they make him hungry. Like they're on a deserted island and he's just seeing, oh, sweet and sour pork. Yeah. You ever see a baby so cute you think you might want to eat it? No, I've never seen that. Yeah, Tommy. me neither. For sure. Definitely me neither. I've never seen that, Tommy. Yeah, nah, for sure. Are you sure? What? Huh? The Laugh Factory does provide free counseling in case you needed that. <laughs> does it? Yeah. So does Andy Reid versus one Kyle Shanahan. 
Okay. I like Kyle Shanahan. He wears that straight bill. He looks like every dad in Hermosa Beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those dads who are trying to like act young. Sometimes you see them either they're surfer dads or skater dads. He's like got a straight bill hat. He's got rib curl shorts. <laughs> He's pushing the stroller. I yeah. kind of like that. Still votes Republican though. Ha! <laughs> This is the Blink-182. Oh, it goes hard on the Blink-182. ticket red. They're really underrated musicians, you know. Oh, they're great. This is Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> but this is actually a really interesting match. Ask me why, Tommy. Matchup. Hit me. Because these are two of the most innovative offensive minds in football. Mm. And in fact, you know, Andy Reid was always kind of considered uh, the class act of offensive minds in football. And then he was surpassed by... Uh, Sean McVay, and, and now because our minds are so small and we have such ant-like uh, attention to stuff, Kyle Shanahan is now considered above Sean McVay to be the greatest offensive mind in football. Wow. You know How long has Shanahan been doing his thing? Shanahan's been in coaching forever. He's actually the first son of a coach uh, to coach in the Super Bowl. A son of, That's interesting. A son of Mike Shanahan. How long has he been hot, though? How long has he been in the media? Oh, he's been hot for. Okay, okay. You know, a lot of people forget he was the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons uh, mm. when they went against the against the New England Patriots. And a lot of people at that time, you know, we all forget, we have such short memories, we're saying the Atlanta Falcons offense that year may be the greatest offense in the history of, of football. You know, if they would have gotten one more fucking field goal in the fourth quarter, run the ball. Why are you on a third and nine when New England is getting pressure on you and you're in field goal territory? Why not just run the ball, Tommy, and kick the field goal? Can you answer this for me? Do you want New England to win? I don't know. I always, I always you, go for it on fourth down in Madden. Do you champion the Warriors of Satan on this play? No. I mean, you befuddle them at every attempt, Tommy. <laughs> you steal their plays. <laughs> right. So... So Sometimes I hate you, you for that. To win. That's what they taught me. That was a valuable they lesson. They always cheat to win. And what era are we in the United States now? Post scandal. If you want to do something, do as much white collar crime as you want. Cheat as much as you want. Nothing matters anymore. All right, just make the crime big. If it's small, they'll put you in jail. If you make it huge, you're good to go. Okay. Here's what the fuck I like about Kyle Shanahan. Not only is he a prophet. Did you know he was a prophet? What? He's a prophet. Like a religious prophet. No, like a football prophet. All right, listen. He to predicted this. something. So Kyle Shanahan says, "I'm going to set it up for you." This is against the Green Bay Packers. He's like, "Yo, ref." He's literally talking to the ref, and he's like, "Watch this. 85 Kittles going to come out, and they're going to hold." And then the ref immediately throws the flag because that's exactly what Green Bay does. Listen, to this it's kind of uncanny, but I don't know if Tommy Sound levels are right enough for you to hear this. But you know, our clips never work out on this show, so we'll just go ahead and <laughs> plow right through it and act like everything's okay. Green Bay broke up the shutout, but San Francisco was still in control. Redner just held up the whole way. <laughs> Immediately, that's Wait, what the fuck he does. I have been wondering where the 90s movie trailer guy was getting work. <laughs> and NFL films. Yeah. Yo, Green you, Bay broke up the shutout. Oh, my God. If you want, like, some epic trailer voice yeah, stuff, yeah. Guy, watch Inside that Fucking NFL on Showtime. It is amazing. <laughs> NFL Films puts out amazing work. They're the ones that make like that Tchaikovsky, like uh, 
what's for dinner beef music on everything, and they have the best fucking yeah. I mean, the best trailer voice guys. NFL soundtracks are hot. Yes, they are. Only one guy is better than the NFL films voice guy. Who? And that's whoever Ken Burns gets to do his documentary. Okay. That guy's voice is fucking amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're up at 2.30 a.m. You've been partying. You can't go to sleep. Just put on Ken Burns, Civil War. Ken Burns, The West. Ken Burns, <laughs> Roosevelt. You know? Yeah. And you'll be asleep in no time with that beautiful, <laughs> yeah, sonorous voice. You know? Not me. I'm, I love history. <laughs> I'm just here to learn. But I love Kyle Shanahan. So he's still out of this great, beautiful, offensive mind, cutting edge. So what does he do against the Green Bay Packers? He runs a fucking trap. Get us a 28-yard run on the first fucking score. You know who runs traps? Fucking junior high and high school fucking offenses. Swiss Family Robinson also. Swiss Family Robinsons run traps as well. You know what I mean? That's like, that's like you know when you watch football in like 1958 and they're just running the ball the entire time? That's like a fucking trap. <laughs> the man is old school and it's mm. his advancement. That's like me, Tommy. Yeah. I'm old school in my advancement. Yeah, yeah. You're young, but you have like an old sensibility. I'm, I'm, I'm the Hermosa Beach surfer dad. Yes. I got yes. my straight bill cap. You dress very hip and cool, but I got my Volcom longboard shorts. Right. right. Have I ever boarded before? Have I ever surfed before? No, that doesn't matter. Shut your dirty <laughs> mouth, Tommy. All that matters is I'm running a fucking trap, straight up Green Bay's fucking gut, and I'm scoring. All right, Shanahan versus Reed. With the information I've given you, Tommy, who has the advantage? Um. I think I think Reed. I think Reed because he's got beautiful titties. Right, Reed. So there's something about a man who wins a Super Bowl and just eats a cheeseburger <laughs> and doesn't care. There is some type of robotic magic, you know, because he is not going to be influenced. So you're saying Andy Reed moment. will get the monkey off his back, or he will at least outcoach Kyle Shanahan. I think so. I think that that is some type of. Uh, that's like uh, like a Buddhist, like a Jedi type training right. where it's not about the result. It's all about the process for this man, right? right. Every game is the same. So you're so going we, to Andy Reid. I'm going Andy Reid. Wrong. It's a push. <laughs> okay. Opinions aren't allowed here. Okay. All right. <laughs> see how I yes and? See how I go with the flow? <laughs> okay. So Tommy's That going. was a trap. You just ran a trap. I ran me. a trap. Did you see that? Uh-huh. So on coaches. Beautiful segue, by the way. Thank you. Coaches. Tommy is going read. I'm going read. And I'm going push. Because I'm a coward. Okay. Next category. Give us the music for the next category, Tommy. It's the next category here in the one podcast that deals with sports. When did this turn into show tunes? Okay. This is quarterback's girlfriends. Oh, shit. Okay, all right. Which quarterback has a girlfriend advantage? Let's start <laughs> in Kansas City. First, you know, I realize, I know we said we aren't going to talk about it, but, like, I think I'm becoming a nicer person. Oh, that's that's good. I think I'm becoming a nicer person. Well, good. And in moments, I, I want to highlight more moments of niceness, okay? And I this is something that. I like about not only Patrick Mahomes and his girlfriend, but also the Midwest. <coughs> Excuse me, I've been to Wuhan. I may have the coronavirus. Oh, damn, you got that Modelo. I, want, I got that Modelo. The Modelo virus. cough. Yeah, if you don't want to go to work on Monday, just call and be like, hey, God, sorry, I was in uh, Wuhan province, but, you know, <laughs> I, I can try to come into work today. What do you think about it? Do you think we're going to hit If you want hit, me to come into work, us? I'll try to come into work. I don't know. I read, like, that Michael Crichton book, 
when I was young. Which one? I forget, but it was the one where everyone dies from some type of virus. I'm like, oh, this is definitely going to happen. Fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely going to happen. Don't say that. Well, it's like global warming. The rich will be okay and the rest of us will die. And then they'll just have uh. a planet of 20 million people, automated. They'll have automated production. They won't need us anymore. I'm so afraid of Automated production, unlimited resources, and they'll be able to go to the moon and the Mars. Bro, be one of the 23 people, million people that live. It's about to be awesome to be a human. Like 50 years from now, when none of us plebs are around, it's going to be so fun. That's going to be I the hope next I can, genocide. It's going to be bio-warfare. I'm just trying to make the Illuminati before all this shit goes down. So Illuminati, you know, no. if you need a shill. They're not, they don't want us. I'll join them. We only, our only you, chance Tommy. is to combine forces and Why take do them down. I think I'm voting for Biden, dog? I'm trying to play all the my Illuminati, cards right. They're never going to accept us. I'm trying to play all my cards right. Not accept you, bro. We're not even close. We're they not need even millionaires they yet. Need, they need influential minorities. <laughs> They don't care. They don't care about diversity in oh, the Illuminati. Oh, yeah, because they got to control they different got markets. Diversity quota How do you in the think Jay-Z got in? Oh, boo. He made it fair and square. Uh, he, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> but I just want the Illuminati to take me for me. <laughs> we got to get rid of all this racism in the Illuminati. I don't think Where's I don't the think blog they... articles about that? <laughs> it's always about the Oscars doesn't have enough. Uh, minority picks. How about the Illuminati doesn't have enough minority I picks? I would read that. I, you should write that. That's funny. You know what I mean? Diversify yeah. the Illuminati. Hashtag diversify the Illuminati. I want Hashtag to, Illuminati so white. You think I want to live in a world without Tommy where we have enough resources, automatic production, and I get my own spaceship to go to Mars and explore the universe? No, Obviously definitely. <laughs> Duh, I will honor your memory, Tommy. I will make like a Thanks, hologram man. butler. Luckily, I'm voting oh, for he who must not be named, <laughs> so we won't have to live in that. And world. you'll have to do everything I say, hologram Tommy, <laughs> hologrammy Tommy. You'll have a robot yeah. who plugs the aux cord in on time. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> motherfucker will know how to do the cell levels. Yeah, and he'll all his aux cables will work. Yeah. I won't even have to last minute buy some for Best Buy. <laughs> you know why there won't be a fucking Best Buy? That's true. Amazon will own everything. I'll just think. Yeah, it'll be Amazon definitely survives. Uh, this and you know they don't need workers because you just think and then your brain lancet will communicate directly with amazon oh, and a drone will pick up that aux cable i'll drop it off here hologrammy tommy will pick it up and he'll plug it in on time jeff bezos is about to send the coronavirus in a package to every household <laughs> in america well jeff bezos is an asshole yeah how do you send 670 grand to the australia fires seth mcfarland sent one million all billionaires are assholes. That's not true. You do not become a billionaire without exploiting the working class. That is facts. Hashtag facts. You think Warren Buffett is an asshole? Mm-hmm. No. Yep. Warren Buffett's a good guy. They're all assholes. All right. Here's my nice... <laughs> and criminals. My nice entering the thought. Because people have told me I'm very angry. Yeah? That's... Well, from time to time. Only when on certain subjects you, I, you have triggers. Dude, I don't have triggers, bro. You I'm know what my trigger Michael is? Jordan, a fucking trigger is the word trigger. Ryan Johnson. The word trigger is my fucking trigger. <laughs> see, see how easy it is. All right. So here we go. Quarterbacks, girlfriends, Tommy. Okay, okay. Quarterbacks, girlfriends. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> my homie, Patrick Mahomes, girlfriend versus Jimmy Garoppolo's female girlfriends. <laughs> I'm not saying that knowing that he has male girlfriends right but i'm just it's san francisco i'm just trying to be no that's pc right male girlfriends okay male girlfriends okay here we go patrick Mahomes. this isn't the nice moment of the week guys okay 
So this is a story. <laughs> you get one a week. You get one. Better nice appreciate it. <laughs> you better fucking appreciate this shit. <laughs> a few weeks back, Patrick Mahomes and his girlfriend were having dinner at a pizza place near their home in Kansas City. Obviously, everyone there recognized them, but nobody interrupted them at all, allowing them to enjoy a peaceful meal. They paid their bill and started to head out the door, and still nobody is jumping up to ask for a selfie or an autograph or anything. Pat stops at the door, turns back, and everyone looks up. He says to the entire restaurant, thanks for letting us enjoy our dinner. This is why I love, that was capitalized, Kansas City. You guys are awesome, exclamation point. After he and Brittany, which I'm assuming is his female girlfriend, left, it was revealed they had paid the bill for every table. I love it. Dude, Patrick Mahomes should run for president in 11 years. He'll turn Missouri into a blue state. I respect that, man. You know what I mean? How cool is that? I I, I did the same thing when I see celebrities. I was watching a basketball game in a shitty bar in Indianapolis with – Four other people in the bar, and one of them was Larry Bird. Mm. And I think he was hanging out with one of the guys from ZZ Top, yeah. now that I look back on it. And these guys were slamming fucking whiskeys. Like a cut, like Cooper and fucking Tell Me Something Girl. What's the name of that movie? Tell Me Something. Uh, Stars Born. Like, they were slamming shit like Nick Cage in Leaving Las Vegas. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I was like, I ain't going to bother my man Larry Legend. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. He's from Curb Your Enthusiasm, right? Sorry. Sorry, I'm doing it again. <laughs> Dude, Tommy, you're lucky I don't believe in domestic violence. No. <laughs> no Larry, Larry Legend is sitting there, Tommy. No, and he's... you just fucked up the sound. No, I didn't. I can't hear anything. It's all still working. Just keep talking. But we can't play anything off the fucking no, computer. I can't wait for Hologram Tommy. I really can't wait for Hologram Tommy. Is it back for you? No, it's not back. All right, there it is. So Larry Legend sitting there. I don't want to fucking bother him because it's Larry fucking Legend. Let him eat in peace. My buddy goes and talks to him. Oh, shit. They become old pals. Oh, wow. Yeah. A chick They're I, still friends? I, he went over there with a chick I kind of like. She's uh-huh. like, he's like, oh, your boyfriend is awesome. You know what I mean? Speaking of the dude that oh, went to wow. talk about, about Larry Should have gone. And then guess what? What? They all took fucking shots of whiskey together. Oh. And I'm just sitting there looking longingly. Oh, we well, should have gone over at that point. It's fucking that. Is, he stole my moment with Larry. No. And well, you, know well, you say, gave it away. Well, not only that, I was like. I was like, dude, I don't bother Larry because I know he's a private person. But if I were to go talk to him, here's the things I would say. X, Y, Z, A, B, C. My buddy doesn't really know shit at all about basketball. He stole all my talking points. And Larry loved it. Oh, no. That's awful. He made quips back on his talking points. He was like, Larry would have gone and talked to Larry. He was like, yeah, well, you know, magic. He just traveled all the damn time. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. That was my moment, Tommy. He stole your shit. That was my moment. That's crazy, man. It was my conversation. Damn, dude. So I would have been the asshole that was like so scarred from that. I would have gone up to talk to Patrick Mahomes and then nobody would have gotten their dinner paid for. He's a a fucking hero, man. (laughs) That's cool though, right? Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, right? So At least you know your points would have worked. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I was like, okay, I had a good conversation with Larry Bird. Hypothetically, I, yeah. I had a good hypothetical conversation you with Larry You got to Bird. watch your friend have sex with your girl with your talking points. Yeah, I know? got cucked twice. You did. You got Larry Bird cucked. I, I got double cucked. Once by Larry. <laughs> once, Twice by Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Larry. Anyways, okay. So that is 
a very sweet Patrick Mahomes story, and I'm trying to be very nice. Yes. Oh, I'm I love that. A nice person. I now. like nice moment of the week. That's an, you like segment. nice moment of the uh-huh. week. What yeah. do we have? Nice moment of the week music. I actually like that. Things aren't so bad. It's <laughs> pretty good. I like oh, that. Oh wow, no. But then again, so Patrick Mahomes has been with his girlfriend since high school, and she is heavy Russell Wilson first wife vibes. And if you don't know what I mean by that, just listen to this clip, this compilation clip of Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend at Chiefs games. And I do warn you. Um, I just warn you. Oh wow. Oh wow. Is right. Maybe she's fun. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's fun. I don't know. Do you see how nice I'm trying to be right now, Tommy? You're being very nice. I'm being so nice right now. Tommy's right. Maybe she's fun. She gets hype. She gets hype for him. Can't say she doesn't get hype. Sometimes I wonder about white women. You know what I mean? She seems like she might be a holic, you know? Yeah, she's very fucking shrill. That's like, uh, can I speak to your manager, please? Sometimes I wonder about white women. <laughs> you know what uh, I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. You well, know exactly what I'm saying. My lip, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so that's Patrick Mahomes' Hey, man, girlfriend. my mom's a white woman. <laughs> but your mom's also a sex therapist. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend versus Kara Mia, porn star, Went on a date with Jimmy but- Butler, with Jim, maybe Jimmy Butler too, with Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's compare Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend mm-hmm. with one of Jimmy G's flings. This ain't even fair. Kara Mia, tell something about Jimmy G. What I will say is this: Jimmy and I had an amazing dinner, and he treated me with so much respect and class. And honestly, we're friends. Let me tell you this much. I've never been a fan of football. I'm officially a fan of football. And I can promise the 49ers that they will make Super Bowl and win because everything I touch turns to gold. Oh, she touched his penis (laughs) and maybe his balls. But if she does have the Midas touch, somebody should get Jimmy G to the doctor because he may not be able to (laughs) urinate. Uh, yeah, he's got that UBI. Dude, can I also point out that this article was posted on July 22nd, 2018. That makes her a soothsayer. I guess. She told the truth. She knew that if she touched Jimmy D's balls, I'd buy it more than he would go. Year of. What do you mean? I don't know. He was hurt this year. He was not even in the league. People were saying, cut Jimmy Garoppolo. How do you get away from this contract? Get rid of it. And Kiara Mia said, they're going to the Super Bowl. And the next season, The next season, he's back, they go. All right, all right, I'll give it to her. I'll give it to her. Combine that with Kyle Shanahan's prognostication. You know what I'm saying? I don't. She's wearing one of those dresses that's so low cut. On the 49ers. It's so low cut, you can see the rim of the titty, you know? Yeah. That sometimes makes me. You can, you're saying it's not classy. 
No, I'm not How saying it's not classy. I'm not saying it's not classy. I'm classy just saying woman. like the rim when you can see the rim Your of the titty, titty shaver. poking out. It's like Look, he gets all you gotta say. This Eddie, you're kind of shaming somebody, and they freeze the fuck up. You I'm just not stutter, Tommy. I'm just saying the rim of the titty is. No, you can see the glow of the areola. The glow of the areola, right? Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. like the halo glow. Like the skin tone yeah, starts you, you to can, change. Yeah, you can see the transition between nip and regular yes, skin. Yes, and it's like for sure. It, what is that? It's the glow of the areola. The gro- uh, you know, is that a nip it's slip the orbit. or is that it's the outer orbits of the areola? It's really. Yeah, you know, it's like a halo. It's like the first you know time I saw halo? under boob, I was like, it broke my brain a little bit. Yeah, you know how like angels have halos, and the halo, <laughs> the halo has a glow. Has a glow, yes. When does the halo start? Is the glow part of the halo? Yeah, that's a really good point. You know what I'm saying? Does the ball have to go all the way out of bounds, or if it's on the line, is that still in? It depends on the rules. It depends of the game. on the rules of the game. It depends Amen. on the rules of the game. TMZ Sports. Guess what? It's inbounds apparently. Jimmy G knows the rules of the Jimmy fucking game. Jimmy G does. <laughs> Let's see what else Kara had to say. <laughs> so I gotta ask you, like, oh so will you, you guys be like going on more dates? Is this like a one-time thing? Or well, like... you guys are gonna have to find that out yourself. Okay. Keep <laughs> <laughs> <He> following. <laughs> was it to, to be continued? Dot, oh yeah. Hello. <laughs> so I gotta ask, like, was the date fun? You know so what I mean? Like, you know, was it? Oh man, let me just Did tell you? you, like, he radiates just like on a whole different level. Like, it was fun. Yeah, he radiates semen. Go ahead. Hello, fun. Those titties can't be real, right? Obviously, Tommy, you sweet, sweet child. I just mean, wow. (laughs) Tommy can't get over the titties. I can't even. It's truly, uh, like, she got two footballs life size. This is non-white woman breasts, bro. No. Less shrill, bigger breasts. (laughs) Yeah, but nobody has that. No amount of anti-whiteness grants you, like, that is. Yeah, Tommy, it's called surgery. I know, but I just. There's this new uh, I just don't understand. medical breakthrough called science. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you can do things with science, like altered titties. I don't. I, yeah, yeah. Make them smaller or larger. Yeah, a lot of people Based go smaller. But this, you know, I bet she wrote it off her taxes too. Good not Andy Reid. Andy Reid always goes bigger. That's why he's gonna win. <laughs> All right, let's finish with Kara. Just to say. And then she licks her tongue because she's talking about semen. Classy. Wow. Very classy. TMZ Sports. You know how you can just hear some people talking and they're dumb? <laughs> You're like, oh my God. Yeah, Those I know. People are they're dumb. just like not trying to be smart. You see how nice I'm being Sometimes tongue? people will surprise you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So who do you take? In the battle of quarterback girlfriends, are you taking – don't look at my answer. Okay. Get your own fucking answer, Tommy. Are you taking Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend, who's definitely a Becky, or Kiara Mia? I'm going to go with the Becky just because she's actually his girlfriend and she's been there for him for the long haul. This is like that. She's TLC actually song. supporting. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. And <laughs> mm-hmm. if you're going to have it your way or nothing at all, something or other, da da. So you feel calm. I feel like you'd be scared with Kiara. Oh, no, no, no. I'd rather have sex with Kiara for sure. But in terms of like. But I feel like you dated girls that are like more. <laughs> yeah, probably. Beautiful. I've never dated a porn star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would not want to knock that out the list, right? I mean, I sure I would, but yeah. not as my girlfriend. 
Yeah. Oh, really? Why not? Because I don't like the. What are you slut shaming, Tommy? The, no. What are you no, slut shaming, Tommy? Saying. How dare you shame sluts? Sluts are some of our best people. Oh, no, no, no. I am very pro sluts. I'm grateful for sluts. Uh, you know, this is America. Yeah. Okay. Not in, in my country. If I ever can... get a real showbiz job, we're gonna have to delete all of these episodes. Yeah, we're gonna have to <laughs> delete the entire Laugh Factory <laughs> podcast network. Uh, who am I taking, Tommy? Ask me. Who am I taking? Who are you cor- taking? Who are you taking? I'm also taking Patrick Mahomes for a much different reason than you. Okay. It's the same reason that Larry David picked that lawyer <laughs> with the ugly wife. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's because he's got an ugly wife. Yeah. His whole mind is in football. <laughs> There's not one thing Patrick Mahomes cares about other than football. That's hilarious. You know what I mean? Babe yeah. takes care of life. Patrick takes care of football. <laughs> Yeah. The only thing he cares about is hair. He's flying his barber into Miami with him. I'm saying, bro, if that's the barber that gave you that haircut, fly him the fuck back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That must be I a know. good conversation. You this know what is I mean? why Patrick Mahomes is so good at football. You know what I mean? Mm. He's focused. He's dedicated. Because he ain't out He's here fooling around with balls. Jimmy Goldballs over here. strange, you know? Jimmy Goldballs is over here fucking half of San Francisco. But he does have that pussy prophecy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got What's kinda, the pussy prophecy? The pussy prophecy is the prophecy of the porn star. You know what I mean? Explain that. She said he's going all the way, and she apparently has got some like white lady crystal magic, even though, you know. I have no idea what you're talking about. But let's move on to the next A category. Woman's intuition. That's what I'm talking about. Next category. Music, please. And I just made this, I audible this category, like the great Peyton Manning. Because I started, started getting me thinking, our last one. Who do you think wins the STD battle between cities? Who has a higher proportional STD rate? Is it Kansas City or is it San Francisco? What's your choice, Tommy? Bonus round. Oh, definitely San Francisco. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, let's look it up. According to analyses, I'm saying proportional. I don't think anyone in Kansas City is even having sex. They're just <laughs> well, I bet I, staring at fields and going to church. I give you a different. Uh, I posit a different hypothesis. I say there is less to do in Kansas City. I say they're having more sex in Kansas City. Okay, all right. Let's. I say let's check it out. Okay, according to analysis, there were two hundred eighteen thousand seven hundred eighty-five chlamydia cases in California. In 2017. I love that. With a rate of 557.4 cases per 100,000 residents. Um, and San Francisco ranked 28th in the entire nation for rates of chlamydia by county. 28th. Okay. okay. It's possible that uh, the religious folk are going raw. Yeah. More. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco also raids, re- leads the country in rate of syphilis infections. That's a very old school disease, syphilis infections. Syphilis. You know? You almost got to try to get syphilis. Yeah, you got to be like, oh, I got to get a time machine. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you believe that time machine for, bro? Oh, I'm going to go get syphilis, I'm going to go fuck Hitler. I'm going to go get polio <laughs> and I'm going to go get syphilis. I love how there's like anti-vax people. It's like, don't you understand that polio magically went away when we started vaccinating people? Oh, yeah. I mean, vaccines definitely work. What a, that's like got to be the greatest coincidence in the history of the world. Yeah. That you have a polio vaccine and no more fucking polio. Okay. Oh, shit. Here we go. All right. Uh, STDs on the rise in Kansas City. I fucking told you, Tommy. All right. It must have been ever since Tyreek Hill moved to town. 
preliminary data suggests an almost 27% increase in diagnosis case of gonorrhea, an 8% rise in chlamydia, 7.6% increase in the contraction of syphilis. Uh, this data conveys only reported cases since SDNIs go undiagnosed rates are likely higher. Kansas City Health Department sounds warning after big jump in syphilis cases. 71% last year alone. Jesus Christ. I would love if it was 71% of the people in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so disgusting. Okay. But so... So that's why I, n- I never go to Kansas. You never go to Kansas. All right. So who do you win in the STD battle? Who do you got, Tommy? I got San Francisco, man. Hands down. And the truth is, we both we all lose. We all lose. Everyone loses in that because everybody. It turns out both cities have a lot. A lot of, of STDs. <laughs> really, a lot. Good for them. Really, really, a lot of STDs. If you guys are listening in San Francisco or Kansas City, can Tommy and I just give a bit of a public service announcement? Wear a condom. Wear a fucking Wear a condom. condom. Wear a Jimmy. Hey, if man. you're older. Wear a condom. Wrap it up. Hey man. Wear a condom. In the wise words of Dave Chappelle, wrap that shit up. Wrap that shit up. Can I have that? Can I have the P, uh, the uh, public service announce PSA music, please, Tommy? Oh, that's too hip, bro. That's more it right there. Okay, moving on to the next category: washing your hands, using some anti-back. All right, Chiefs defense versus the San Francisco offense. Ooh. Now we're getting to the real nitty gritty titty. Ooh, the defense. Now we're getting to the real glow of the areola. From titties to gritty. The Chiefs defense versus San Francisco offense. Okay. Should I get some real coaching analysis? Please do. Give me my 30 seconds of coaching analysis music. Okay. Here's what we know. Chiefs D is actually very overrated. Or underrated. Excuse me. Underrated. Okay. Underrated Chiefs D. Yeah. Typically, Chiefs have thought of uh, you know being a terrible defense. They've added a lot of talent this year. Frank Clark, Tyron, the Honey Badger, Matthew, however the fuck you say his last name. Yeah, Badgers are very uh, belligerent. They are. A fucking Honey Badger is crazy. Watch that shit on the YouTubes, okay? But listen, all right? Here, you all got to peak at the right time. Indianapolis Colts, we won the Super Bowl. We obviously always had a shit D. We peaked at the right time. We stopped motherfuckers who could run. Priest Holmes didn't let him run against the Chiefs. Priest Holmes was a god back then. Much like Derrick Henry, the way the Chiefs stopped him, right? Mm-hmm. Catch this fact, Tommy. Since week 12 by, Kansas City has allowed only 15.3 points per game. This is from the ringer. And even that number is inflated by uh, turnover-induced Texans touchdown in the divisional round. So they have really, in all intents and purposes, since Week 12, been allowing less than 15 points a game. Okay? That's pretty fucking good. Pretty so good So let's stats. give the Chiefs D some fucking credit there. But that being said, you know who else is underrated? Jimmy Golden Balls Garoppolo is very fucking underrated. I know they played a fucking 1962 game against the fucking Packers, and he only threw the ball fucking eight times. But listen to this shit, okay? Did you know? That Jimmy G leads the league in play action passes on first down, Tommy? Did wow. you know that? Did you know that Jimmy G is the best quarterback on third downs? Wow. Did you know that Garoppolo showed throughout the regular season that he was more than comfortable with his arm, okay? Whoa. He completed 58.1 of his passes, percent of his passes that traveled more than 20 yards in the air. Where do you think that was in the league, Tommy? 
first. Number one. No other quarterback completed more than 50%. Sounds good to me. Not only does that sound good, you know what else that says to me? What? That every quarterback should definitely sleep with a fucking porn star <laughs> at some fucking point. Okay? Do you know what else it says to me? What? That Kyle Shanahan is just that fucking good, Tommy. Oh, he's just as good. Kyle Shanahan, that great offensive mind. I don't know if Karamia also touched his brain or his balls or King Midas, any part of his fucking anatomy. Nah, he's got them Bible balls. But that not only speaks to me as to how fucking good uh, Garoppolo is, but really how good Shanahan is. He puts his teams in the right position to win. He uses a lot of misdirection. And you see that play-action pass on first down? That's all because of the Shanahan scheme. Okay. All right? So who are you taking? Chiefs D versus Niners offense. Uh, Niners offense. He's copying off me, ladies and gentlemen. The no, kid can't do no, his no. own fucking I, homework. Harry Reid, I already took. He can't do his own fucking homework. <laughs> I'm just going 49ers all the way, mostly. <laughs> but he is right. I but am, I am, I am taking the Chiefs girlfriend battle. I am taking the 49ers offense in this. Uh, just because, one, Shanahan's so fucking good. And I think Garoppolo can execute the system. You know, Shanahan can conjure magic. And plus, fun fact, Tommy. Are you ready for a fun fact? Yes. The 49ers only need 28 points to pass the Patriots for most Super Bowl points scored. Can you believe that? How fun is that? Wow. Okay, speaking of the Bible, oh. next category. Who's read it? Come on, who's read it? Who's read it? Bible. Come I've on. read who's 7% read of the Bible. I probably read 15 to 20. You know what I mean? Which is a lot. Just from 7%. Bible schools. Okay, according to the Bible, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Don't look at the answer. Okay, sorry. Who do you think is going to win? According to the Bible? According to the Bible. I mean, you've got to be Kansas City, right? Yes. These these heathens in San Francisco aren't reading the Bible. Well, not only because of that. In the Bible, Chiefs are mentioned 170 times. 49ers mentioned zero times <laughs> in the Bible. Sure. Okay. Therefore, <laughs> the Bible wants the Chiefs to win. It is an election year after all. Yeah, that's messed up. The Bible never once mentions <laughs> 49ers. Exactly. Exactly. Not even once. Can you imagine that? No mentions of 76ers either. Or iPads. <laughs> Bible puts one down for the Chiefs. Next category. <sighs> oh, what? A- I need the music, oh. Tommy. Jesus, boom, don't you know how this boom, bit fucking boom, works by now? See what the fuck I'm working with? All right. Which city had the better famous serial killer? Kansas City or San Francisco? Kansas City, of course, with the famous Dennis Rader. BT Kill, also known as Bind, Torture, Kill. Against Unknown. That's right, San Francisco's own Zodiac Killer. Oh, easy, man. Let's go through the two stats real quick. What's the tale of the tape, Tommy? I'll tell you. Okay, these are both two killers who taunted police with letters and went undetected for years. Dennis BTK Raider had 10 victims over a period of 15 years from January 15th, 1974 to January 19th, 1991. And of course, there is the Zodiac Killer who has five dead, two injured, possibly 20 to 28 total dead, as he claimed, never confirmed, taunted police with letters to newspapers for years and escaped detection, even that of Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal, who could <laughs> not catch him. I do mean, you know how BTK was caught? I do not. I'll tell you. It has to do with the Bible. Really? Yeah. So he, he likes to Kansas, taunt. Fucking Kansas, man. Fucking Kansas. <laughs> he liked to taunt the police with letters and shit, right? Love that. And the and Love he, the shit talk. No, this is not, this is real what I'm about to talk okay, about. Okay, okay. So he, 
emails them or writes them and he's like yo i want to send you this floppy disk with like some more taunting on it okay and they were like but okay. listen listen <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly they're like okay and he was like but yo you can't get who i am off of this right he's like there's no way you could get my data or my location off this floppy disk and the police were like what and the police were like no. yeah of yeah, course there's no fucking way <laughs> send it in yeah, so they send what? it in. Yes, this is 100% real, okay? P- FBI can't catch this guy. Police can't catch this guy. <laughs> okay. For years, kills people in the most horrendous way possible. Ugh. This genius sends in <laughs> a floppy disk, okay? It's got all kinds of information on there, including his name and the church that he's the head of. Oh, the head of? He's the head of this whole organization at oh, the church. Oh, man. And it's got his name, Dennis Rader, X, Y, and Z, Christian Church Organization. Oh, that's, that's just God Isn't that crazy? intervening right there. Isn't that fucking crazy? What? The motherfucker head of the church sends in that information. Probably it was like saved and imprinted at the church. That's some boomer shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not being tech savvy enough. At, emailing the police for computer advice. Yeah, that's you're hey, right. Hey, uh, floppy disk. Yeah, you're right. That's total fucking boomer shit. Well, good for him, man. Right? Who are you taking? I mean, I got to go with my boy Zodiac. Fincher never made a movie about the other guy. Also, Zodiac undefeated, never caught. Yes. Got to give him credit for Important that. Important point. I think we're going Zodiac Gotta for that. Be Zodiac. He went undetected, much like I expect San Francisco's uh, uh, not often used blitz to be on third <laughs> down. Not to mention great branding, great name. Great name. Zodiac, great I mean, legendary. Total asshole. But Total asshole. Not like condoning saying, anything. You know, because the Niners don't blitz often. They have that great four man front, but they do mix up some more blitzes on third down. Which I suspect to go undetected. Zodiac might be top serial killer of all time. Zodiac could be Robert Saleh. Zodiac is the Tom the Brady. The 49ers <laughs> defensive coordinator. It could the be. Peyton Manning of serial killers. Could be. Yeah. I like the way Tommy switched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it might be. I feel realize what podcast I'm on. <laughs> Next category. Next category. And here's where it really starts. The San Francisco defense versus the Chiefs offense. Ladies and gentlemen, this, hide your kids, hide your wallet. This is where the game's <laughs> going to come down to. This is what it's going to fucking be uh-huh. right here one way or another. Okay? So what do we know? We know about the great Patrick Mahomes, who the second time I saw him throw a football, I said, this guy throws the best football I've ever seen. When did I say that previously? Only- the first time I saw Aaron <laughs> Rodgers throw a football. Exactly what I and was going to And Sean say. Joshi, the motherfucking scout, nailed it that time, and he nailed it fucking this time. Nails it every time. Never misses. He don't miss, folks. Well, that's not true. Except on the election 2020. I, I, I also thought Brady Quinn was going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> With that fucking beautiful jawline, and that hairline, and that poise, and that smoldering look. You got to watch out for these handsome quarterbacks. The handsome, they'll, they'll trick you. The handsome ones get you. They'll trick you with that jawline, man. Exactly. That's- Every time. Ugh. I thought Brady was going to do it, though. You start thinking, Brady oh, Quinn. high testosterone. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ooh, that jawline. But it's... Well, high, actually, when you're bald, you have higher testosterone. That's I what heard makes you bald. That, I heard that it affects jawline, too. Higher testosterone, better jawline. Oh, shit. Okay. So, 
Here's what we're gonna say. Let's what do what do what do what do great offensive minds around the league think of Patrick Mahomes? Forget Sean Joshi, how could you? But what do great offensive minds think? Bruce Arians, one of the great offensive minds in the history of the NFL, said Patrick Mahomes is one of the four smartest players he has ever seen on the board. Up there with Peyton and Luck. Who's the fourth guy they asked Bruce Arians? Bruce says, I don't want to say. That way every other guy I've coached will think I'm talking about him. <laughs> I know. So his Smart four guy. his four. Mahomes, Peyton, Luck is the smartest and fourth undetermined. Notice he did not say Tom Brady. <laughs> just like just like Rex Ryan would say about Tom Brady during press conference with the Jets. I know he thinks he's as good as Peyton. I know he thinks he studies as hard as Peyton, but he doesn't. And he's not. But alas, that's a different podcast. I, don't I wouldn't go I wouldn't on. give him smartest. I he's won enough. I don't want to go on that tangent, okay? He throws the best football I've ever seen, period. He's the best football player in the national peri- national period in the National Football League period, okay? And his wide receiver thinks he sounds like Kermit. All right? <laughs> okay. Here's Tyreek Hill. Probably uh, when he comes in the, in the huddle and he sounds like a frog. That's probably my favorite moment. I crack up every time, just like it's the first time. Hmm. You want to hear it? Do it right. Do it right. Uh, <laughs> just like that. I, I can't do that no more. Cause he ain't, look, he ain't going to throw me the ball no more. <laughs> he ain't going to throw me the ball no more. That wasn't a bad Kermit. Here's what, here's what Patrick Mahomes actually sounds like. It started within the huddle, uh, making sure we get the play call out clean. I mean, it was loud there, but you have to find ways to get around that uh, in this league. <laughs> That's uh, funny. But uh, we started in the huddle. And right, not out. a bad. Not a bad. So I accidentally saw the new Jumanji yesterday, and I have to say, like, you know how there are different characters being played by different characters? You saw the sequel to the sequel? Yeah. Okay. So, like, Danny DeVito goes into The Rock's body, and I shit you not, for 70% of the movie, The Rock does the worst Danny DeVito accent I've ever heard in my life. Like, Mm. it is tragic. Like, it's worth watching this. Just to see how bad the rocks like New York accent is, it's only surpassed by one accent in terms of shittiness in the entire history of cinema. And you know, I'm serious because I'm using the word cinema, okay? Mm-hmm. And that is Nicolas Cage and Con Air, yeah. But Nicolas Cage, it's so bad, it's glorious, you know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta love. I never fault Nicolas Cage, anything he does, he does for a reason, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so bad. Let me see. Also, that Jumanji thing is a perfect example of like that first Jumanji was pretty fucking funny. And then they did it again. It actually wasn't as it actually wasn't as bad as I expected. Here's Nick Cage, real quick. Oh Tommy, the sound is fucked up again. It's doing that thing. Don't fuck with it. Alright, I won't ad ad lib and do that. But uh but it actually wasn't as bad as expected. But fuck you, Century City AMC. We went to go see Bad Boys for Life. It was so loud, okay? It was so loud. Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend was like, can you turn this shit down, please? Like, my, my ears were hurting. Bad Boys? And, and they had the volume jacked up. Hmm. And at first you thought, oh, it's just me complaining. And then everyone in your group, it's like, it's so loud. Then you heard murmurs from all over. This is so fucking loud. Like, your, your ears started to hurt. I could feel my... Must be a theater issue. I could feel my what do you, eardrums vibrating. And Jesus. it got so bad, so loud, that the lady came in who works there. 
right? Uh-huh. And she's like, I just talked to the manager, and we're not able to turn down the volume. I realize it is very loud in here, uh, but we'll refund your tickets and shit. Sure. Okay. And you know it's bad. Like, she walked in like this with her hands covering mm. her ears and walked out like that, you know? And the manager said, oh, this is the IMAX setting. We can't change it. But you know you know, she walked in, and it was like, yeah, somebody's complaining, and the manager thinks it's like one fucking old dude, doesn't realize right. like the whole thing. I was like, we should just stay in here so we can sue AMC when we inevitably lose our fucking hearing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyways, where was I? Nicolas Cage, Zodiac Killer, Bruce Arians. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Kermit the Frog, right? So Patrick Mahomes, the best player in the NFL, greatest player in the NFL, Okay. <laughs> Versus the San Francisco defense. Now, now, I got sidetracked because of Tommy's shitty audio, and we didn't get to play the Nicolas Cage clip, and I'm very sad about that. But you should listen to me right now because this game comes down to San Francisco's D-line versus the Chiefs' O-line, okay? So you're saying best player in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, combined with Chiefs' uh, O-line, which allowed the least pressure in the NFL, uh, only on 9.3% of dropbacks. But you must forget my dear friends, that San Francisco D-line is the best that we've seen in years. Uh, Richard Sherman is also, God bless his soul, the top-rated defensive back according to Pro Football Focus. Okay? So you say, okay, yeah, San Francisco, let's look at their three losses. Okay? They've been a little weak against the run and against mobile quarterbacks. You know, they lost against Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan. When they lost to them, they gave up that 27-yard run. And Mahomes can certainly run as he showed against Kansas City. Right? Yes. But here's what you forget. Mahomes doesn't run like those guys. He likes more design runs. He doesn't break the pocket as often, you know. And plus you're looking at a D-line that doesn't have to bring extra pressure. Okay? You got Eric Armstrong, 10 sacks. Nick Bosa, 9 sacks. DeForest Buckner, 7.5 sacks. D. Ford on the other edge of Bosa, 6.5 sacks. Okay? They don't got to rush the passer. They can keep people back in coverage. They can play their zone coverage and allow pressure up front with the four. Right? Forcing Mahomes in the quick passes, right? And then letting that secondary take care and clean up in the back of the field, okay? You also got to remember San Francisco allowed for the fewest passing yards in the league and also led the league in the fewest number of downfield passes, meaning more than 20 yards. Only 10 all season, guys. Only fucking 10. You know who was second? Steelers and the Seahawks, okay? 16. They were six better. And Robert Saleh should have been the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. But the NFL's racist, so he's not. <laughs> Okay, so I fully what do you expect? So what, with all that, you know, all of that, you have the great Chiefs line. Okay, you have the great Chiefs quarterback. You have the great San Francisco D line. You have a great San Francisco secondary. Okay, and you say, okay, maybe if San Francisco has a weakness, it is against the run. Right. Mm-hmm. Chiefs don't particularly run the ball all yeah. that well. So in, in the San Francisco D line versus the Chiefs O line, who are you taking, Tommy? I'm taking San Francisco again. You're taking San Francisco again. This one is actually a push. <laughs> but only because Kansas City has Mahomes. All right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Should we do some good karma points before we call out the final? Okay. The final Super Bowl scores? Okay. Okay. Good karma. Give me the good karma music. Da, 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 I'm trying to be more positive da, 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 in life. I'm sure this will only last two weeks. Okay. <laughs> Jed York, owner of the 49ers CEO, confirmed 49ers will be flying out all employees, including interns, to Miami. Literally hundreds and hundreds of people. Franchise wants to help everybody in the operation to enjoy the moment and hopefully 
get them over the hump. Good. And the Chiefs are doing the same thing. Good. Clap. Respect. Golf Respect. Clap. Golf clap. As it should be. Golf clap. Golf clap. Tyreek Hill talking to Richard Sherman. Give him who he's about too. to go like, up against Richard Sherman. All right? This is what Tyreek Hill says. I'm about to talk a lot of smack about you talking to Richard Sherman right now. So check this out. Get you all cameras out. I respect your game, man. You truly are a GOAT, and I really hope we can jersey swap after the game. Much respect to you. How sweet is that? Respect. Golf clap. Golf clap. A push. Everybody gets positive karma points. Mm-hmm. Tommy, give me your final score of the game and why. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to say 24 49ers to uh mm, I, I want it to be a good game maybe hmm. <laughs> 21 24 21 <laughs> can you imagine that'd be pretty cool what, what, what was your score 24 to 21 and, okay and you're going for 49ers niners yeah. i think the niners will win vegas has it a point and a half for the chiefs so keep that i think the niners are going to win 34 21 okay that is what i am saying i think the niners have been kind of Looking at it globally, guys, the Niners have been underrated all season. They've really been the best team in football all season. I haven't believed in them all season, so maybe this is me, kind of a knee-jerk reaction to that. But they've been (laughs) solid on every side of the ball, okay? You can start and say, oh, the defense is great. What about the secondary? Guess what? The secondary proved themselves. I mean, the D-line is great. What about the secondary? Defense is great. Then you say on the offense, yeah, Shanahan's a great play caller. We get that. Can they run the ball? Yeah, they can run the ball. Okay, but weakness. Jimmy G's not going to be able to throw the ball when it matters. Yeah, tell that to your third and 17, you know, (laughs) when he threw that ball 40 yards in the fucking air. And it's backed up by the stats, too. I just don't think that there is a weakness anywhere on the San Francisco team. If you try to take away the run, you may not be able to because Shanahan is so smart in how he diagnoses that shit, how he uses misdirection, how he uses jet sweeps to move the edges of the opposing defensive team to get that slight advantage to be able to break that chain. And even if they do that, that's just going to open up the play action for Jimmy G to hurt him. You know? And I think when you really look down on it, uh, the big thing, the one thing that you got to remember is the Chiefs' defense is 29th against the run. Okay? And this guy's running fucking traps and wishbones from 1952. (laughs) Okay? So I think Shanahan is going to exploit that uh, obvious, obvious lack of personnel talent in the run-stopping department. Okay, and you say, what about the great Patrick Mahomes? My friends, my dear, dear friends, you want to know an interesting stat? Hit me. The last nine quarterbacks, the last nine Super Bowls, the quarterback with the so-called, uh, the so-called lesser quarterback in each of those nine Super Bowls has won. That is interesting. You know? According to the statistics, so you can say. Does oh, that mean that Tom Brady is getting rated as a lesser quarterback? Yeah, you can say <laughs> you can say Brady's better than Wilson, but if you look at actually the stats metrics for that season, that's not the actual case. Yeah. So statistically speaking, the lesser quarterback has won every single one of the last nine matchups. Okay. Fascinating. And that is because you know I've seen this time and time again. You know, with with the Colts for one, when you rely too much on one player. It limits the ways that you can win. And the Super Bowl is always bigger than one player. You know, and if I can sum it down, if I can boil it down to one sentence, Tommy, mm. if I could be a poet and give it to you in one phrase, 
Okay, it's simply this. San Francisco has a ton of ways they can win this game. The Chiefs have one way they can win this game. And that's with Mahomes balling out. You know, San Francisco doesn't need a Jimmy G to ball out. Specifically, they don't need a run game to ball out. Specifically, you know what I mean? So there's a ton of ways that uh, that San Francisco can win. And only one that the Chiefs can. And that's how we're going to do it, baby. Tommy, tell me where to find you. Tommy, wake FLD on all social media. Okay, I'm Sean Joshi. At Sean Joshi, guys, leave a five-star review with a question, and we will answer it. We'll get to them all next week. Uh, other than that, be good. Love each other. I love you. Good night. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Drink a lot. Love a lot. Tommy, finger bang a lot. I'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Peace.